You're listening to Your Morning Commute, the only podcast providing executive straight talk about all things workplace culture. We're here daily, Monday through Friday, because culture is never built in a day, it's built every day. This is Shelley Smith, the culture curator and CEO of Premier Rapport, where we know that culture matters. If you want to connect with me, keep listening and join the conversation with other culture curators over at thepremierreport.com forward slash join now. Now let's get through today's traffic jam together. Today in the morning commute, let's talk about what causes uh, turnover and the variety of ways that maybe you can think about reducing it. There are a multitude of ways that you can calculate the turnover rate. And if you um, have some questions on that, uh, by all means, just certainly reach out and uh, let me know, and I can even send you over a spreadsheet. You know, it's it's difficult and it's heart-wrenching when we lose employees that we think a lot of, and they take us by surprise. But turnover happens for a multitude of reasons. And the truth is, it can be from frustration, friction, little annoyances, big annoyances, causes the potential of losing your employees. But finding out the root cause um, takes some work. And um, I encourage you and I implore you to dig in if you haven't really looked lately and you're just making assumptions as to why the turnover is a happen. It's happening. So, you know, there's the in general, what co- in general, what causes turnover. And then there's also the turnover that's caused by the market, the current uh, conditions as well. You know, those usual suspects of the differences in, in competition, low, low compensation, maybe are some of the reasons why people are leaving the room or leaving your uh, department, your team, transferring or completely leaving the organization altogether. So in general, low compensation. When's the last time you did a market review? Benefit comparison. And I mean every single benefit, not just health, not just dental, not just life, not just 401k, but every single competitive edge that you have or that the competitors have on you. Work-life balance, the the location and maybe their drive time um, or difficulty in getting to you. Of course, the culture. Is it toxic or not? The the toxic uh, culture can lead to employees feeling also isolated and shunned. So how is that inclusion inside of their feeling of seeing valued and heard? How are they able to develop, to cross-train? to see career progression uh, potential. And then there's the the little things that frustrate, um, the little things and not having tools and resources that may seem small to you, but are a big deal to them. Maybe the printer never works. Maybe they can never sign in when they're remote and going through Citrix. Um, there's, there's a multitude of things that can happen that are little things that mount up to the big things in an eight hour day compounded by the week, compounded by the month, the quarter of the year. When we look at the current market conditions, maybe there's not enough flexibility that you're able to uh, to do with competing with hybrid work or flex work hours. But when's the last time you looked at it to really think about what positions can and cannot have flex hours, hybrid um, hours, virtual altogether? Again, coming back to the lack of um, inclusivity. So understanding where your organization's doing a really great job with diversity, inclusion, and equity, 
and where those frustrations are starting to mount and people are taking uh, a greater note. And then, of course, the job itself. You know, maybe the person doesn't feel like their skill set is being used and they feel underutilized. Multitude of reasons that cause turnover. Are you tracking it? Are you going deep? Are you going to the root cause? Yesterday, um, I continued one of my new clients' uh, one-to-one conversations. I'm in the early stages of the culture work, so I'm in the culture inquiry stage. And one of the things that I do, and you've heard me talk about before, is one-to-ones. When he started off this conversation, they typically last about an hour, by the way. I ask the same the same questions to everybody. But it's always interesting when people come on and they're very guarded and everything is great and they're using uh, uh, words that you can tell they're cautious about. And then as the conversation goes and I get more curious, um, responding to the words that they're choosing, asking for examples, well, little by little, it comes down, usually about 20 minutes in, and then the floodgates open of really what they think about their employer and all of their frustrations. And then they keep sprinkling, but I love my employer. But then they come back with 15 things that are driving them nuts. They're little things perceivably separated. So I want to make sure that you're diving in. You're having those stay interviews. Maybe you're asking outside individuals like myself or others to come in to really confirm what's happening with your team and what's causing the turnover. They have the answers. They have the answers. It's whether the company is willing and able to implement everything, but they can tell you what you can do to lower your turnover. It's a matter of, do you want to ask? Do you really want to listen? Are you willing to try some of their ideas to see what happens? That's it for today. Be well, be safe out there. And turnover is going to happen. It's a matter of how much we are mitigating the risk around turnover, starting from hiring right. That's it for today. Be well, be safe out there. And it takes courage to stand up and be proud of your culture and to make a difference. How are you making a difference today? Thank you for riding along with me this morning on your morning commute. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and be sure to visit us at premierrapport.com to get a peek at all the resources waiting for you when you become an official Culture Curator member.